Hey guys, Ralph Plaskett, author of the acclaimed book, Deepening Growth, Powerful Lessons in Cultivating Your Personal Transformation. So happy that you could join with me today. Hey, have you ever wondered why you feel some kind of way? You have some type of feeling and you just can't necessarily put your finger on it, uh, but you know you feel some kind of way. Or how about the fact that you feel more comfortable in wide open spaces than say the crowded streets of uh, New York or Tokyo, for example? Or how about the fact that you react to particular situations instead of having a controlled response? There are three elements that I want to cover in this week's episode that we are going to dive into right about now. Oh wait, before we dig right in, there's a couple housekeeping announcements that we need to take care of. First off, if you haven't subscribed already, I would truly appreciate it if you do subscribe right now. Stop what you're doing, go ahead and go on your phone and hit the subscribe button. This is very important for me. One, it lets me know that you're listening and you're finding this thing valuable. Two, it lets other people know about this podcast. We would never be able to get out there into the community if it wasn't for your help so that we can impact more lives. Truly, that's the end goal and we can't do that without your help. Second, 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 number two. If you haven't already visited ralphplanskit.com, go ahead and visit to ralphplanskit.com. Sign up for our newsletter. We would love to be able to share some free resources with you. In fact, we have a transformational human canvas. What is that? Well, yeah, I can't really explain it to you over the podcast, but I definitely can show it to you on ralphplanskit.com. So go over there on ralphplanskit.com, P-L-A-S-K-E-T-T and you will be able to download your free copy of the Human Transformation Canvas that will help you facilitate transformational events in the lives of your clients. This is this week's episode of the Explore More Podcast and I can't wait for you to hear it. Let's begin. So there are three environmental conditions, environmental elements that have a profound effect on our psyche, the way that we relate to ourselves and the way that ourselves relates to the world. The three of them that we're going to cover today are, are all elements, are part of human development, where we are all subject to these environmental conditions. None of us can really escape these and all of these elements can have a Uh, can control our lives in a way that we interact in this world unless we have a conscious awareness of what they are and how uh, they are showing up in our lives and therefore we have then the ability to get into the driver's seat and make the necessary changes in order to get the results that we're looking for. So the end goal here is for us to be able to understand awareness, what these things are, so that we can make the necessary changes to get the results that we're looking for. So the first one that we have is the physical environment. The physical environment. And here's the thing about the physical environment. We don't give it much thought um, as we're growing up. You know, we're born into a particular environment and we just go through the motions in that environment. The physical uh, environment itself creates micro-social environments, right? So this is where we have the family units and the family units are extended to be communities. The communities are extended to be districts, for example. Um, And as we expand further and further out, states, countries, regions, 
all of these have a culture associated with them. Out of the physical environment grows out of it a culture. We feed the culture, the culture feeds us, the culture is stemmed from the physical environment. Now we have, you may have heard the saying that uh, don't be a product of your environment. This often is referred to situations uh, where you have less empowering environments that cause uh, people to say don't be a product of that environment. And this is the goal here as I'm talking through the physical environment where we are we cannot choose as we are as we born we are born into this world we cannot choose where we're born we cannot choose who we are born to uh, we cannot choose many of the things as we're growing up but what we can choose is a way that we respond to all of that right so we can choose way we respond and we can respond differently once we have an awareness of other options if we're in a bubble, we're only aware of what the bubble contains. But if we can get outside of that bubble, get outside of our environment, if we can get outside of our culture, get outside of our the things that influence us to see other influences, then we have the ability to expand our horizons and get that much more perspective on everything, right? So. In order for us not to be able to be a product of our environment, we have to be able to escape the environment. Regardless of what the environment is, we need to be able to escape that environment, go beyond the bubble so that we can see other perspectives, other options, other, uh, other everything. Next, we have the mental environment. In the mental environment, this is really your head game. And in your head game is influenced by your physical environment, right? The culture that you, you live in um, and you live and you breathe have a particular mindset associated with it. And what we're talking about here is the head game. Particularly, I'm going to talk to two frameworks that have an ability uh, to kind of showcase what I'm talking about. In Cartman's Drama Triangle, we have three characters. Three, these three characters are our um, victim, our persecutor, and our rescuer victim persecutor um, rescuer in the victim mentality i'm sure you've heard uh, that phrase before in the victim mentality this is someone who is woe is me or the world is against me right nothing that they can do they can get ahead because everyone is out to get them this is the type of menta mentality that many people have and as a result uh, things cannot move forward when you have this type of mentality. The, the next character um, in the Kaufman's drama triangle, in a drama triangle, is the persecutor. This is the person who uh, finds fault in everything. They are the one who are super critical. They are the ones who see everything outside of themselves. And what I mean by that is that uh, in situations we all have a part to play, good, bad, or indifferent. And with the persecutor, they don't see themselves as a part to play in a situation, but rather uh, they are all of the problems, issues, and concerns with the world and, and, and in their life is associated with someone else. So there's someone outside of yourself who is trying to hold you back. Really, I'm not recognizing that they have we have reflective capabilities to be able to see where 
what, what did I do wrong or how did I show up differently in this situation that I could have changed, I could have said something differently, I could have responded in a different manner. The next is Emerald's um, Empowerment Triangle. And before we go into Emerald's Empowerment Triangle, it's really important to understand that we all have a part to play in each of these characters, including Emerald's um, Empowerment Triangle at any given moment in our lives. The key here is to understand what role are we playing in a particular situation and choose to play a different role if necessary, right? So I, always, I often say that this is a stage play called life. And in life, we have the choice and the on, on way that we interact with the world and how we respond accordingly. We just went through the, the drama triangle and you, frankly, those are very uh, negative uh, associations of characters um, that we have all played in, in some factor in our lives or some situation in our lives. In this one, uh, with, the, uh, with Emerald's Empowerment Triangle, there are three characters as well. There is the creator, there is the challenger, and the coach. In the creator element, um, or the creator characteristic, this is someone who uh, seeks outcomes, right? They are using their passion, their interest, their desires to be able to move things forward. They, uh, they're, they're using this passion as fuel to be able to get achieved outcomes. They are supported by the challenger. The challenger is kind of the flip side of the persecutor. Instead of looking outside on themselves, they're looking internally to say, how can I support this cause? How can I support the goal of this particular outcome? And they go alongside the creator to be able to move things forward. So they challenge them in that, have you considered this? Have you considered that? Instead of saying, um, tearing people down or tearing ideas down like the persecutor would and said that won't work because of this. Along with the challenger, we have the coach. The coach uh, supports both parties and says, you know what, let's have a conversation, an engaged conversation where I support you in fleshing out the fullness of your ideas, right? So I sit down with you, we have these engaged conversations and I push you to realize the vision, put a vision in place, put a plan in place to be able to realize the outcomes that you so deeply desire as a creator. So this is what the coach does and, it, and it's really a partnership in an effort to move things forward. The key part here, the key difference between the two scenarios, um, the, the two triangles, is that in the drama triangle, you are stuck. The thought process, the mentality across all of the characters, the three characters there, is that you're stuck. The flip side of that is the, the empowerment triangle that says, uh, we're gonna challenge the status quo and move things forward. The, the outcomes, the movements, the things of interest, of passion, of desire. Next, we have the emotional environment. In the emotional environment, um, there, are, there are three words that are very similar in meaning, but there are particular distinctions that are important. Moods, emotions, and feelings. So in a, in a, we live in a mood. A mood is a state of being. It's a, a particular frame, a foundational element uh, that, we, that we have. 
then we have emotions. Emotions are our instinctive responses to external stimuli. Something happens in our environment and then we have an emotional response to that. Jaguar walking by, for example, response of fear. Lastly, we have our feelings. See, our feelings are our conscious responses to our emotions. The distinction here is that because our emotions are instinctive responses, we don't have an ability uh, or an ease of ability to be able to control these. Frankly, we don't want to. We don't want to change the way fear happens because it's a survival mechanism. But a goal here is to be able to change from survival to thriving. We want to be able to change from surviving to thriving. So the way to do that is allow the emotion to happen. It's an instinctive response to external stimuli. It's going to happen. Instead of having fright as an emotion or being scared, having anxiety as a feeling rather, we can change the response, the feeling uh, of the emotion of fear to being ready, having readiness, being prepared, right? So having a feeling of preparation, have a feeling of being ready to be able to do the thing that we're called to do in this particular example. So fear and emotion um, is an instinctive response. Fine. We can't do anything about the instinctive response. We can't do anything about the mood to which we live in, the state of being. What we can control absolutely are our feelings. We can change the way that we respond to them. In early 1990s, Steven Seagal, uh, he's an actor and martial arts master, um, had thousands of movies, it would seem like, uh, that would come out. And he practiced, or still practices, excuse me, uh, Aikido. Aikido is a martial arts form that focuses on taking the opponent's energy and using that energy against them. Similarly, we can take the energy around the emotion, the, the, the instinctive response to external stimuli. We can take that energy around the emotion and turn it around for our benefit that is far more empowering. You have the choice to not be a product of your environment. You were born in it, uh, you may have grown up in it, but it does not mean that you have to be a product of your environment. You have a choice and you can make that conscious decision uh, by exposing yourself to other environments, living outside of the bubble so that you have the options to choose from. You have the choice also to be either the victim or the creator. You could be the victim or the creator. Frankly, I would say choose the creator aspect. It's far more empowering. You move things forward. Lastly, we have the ability to control our emotions. We talked about uh, the example of having uh, using Aikido, where Aikido is a martial arts form that uses the opponent's energy against them. Similarly, we can take uh, the instinctive responses to external stimuli, our emotions, and we can change the way that we respond to them, our feelings, um, by reacting to uh, in a manner that is far more empowering. We use the example of the fear 
instead of having uh, scared and anxiety around a particular thing, we can have a sense of preparation and readiness.